0: Good day, everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. So before we get started, I wanted to uh, say how much I appreciate your joining me in this conversation, being willing to uh, take time out of your day so that, or um, add this to your uh, playlist to be able to enjoy this in the background. Uh, and I wanted to uh, say how much I appreciate some of your feedback. Many of you guys have uh, messaged me, emailed me, and I wanted to say uh, thank you, uh, and your guys' suggestions uh, have been greatly appreciated. Uh, so far, uh, it seems like the segment style that I've been uh, proposing the past few uh, past few podcasts has been a success. And so because of this, uh, I will continue until people tell me uh, Zachary, please stop, please stop. we can't handle it anymore. So until uh, I do get that, I want to say enjoy the conversation and pour some coffee. Judge not, that you be not judged, for with the judgment that you pronounce, you will be judged, and with measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck? out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take out the log in your own eye, and you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, Do not throw pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot. So, this passage is the most quoted scripture in the unbelieving world. So, anybody that I'm talking to that's an unbeliever who is in intense sin, and I show any sign of any lack of enjoyment or approval of their sin, they will quote uh, Matthew 7-1 to me, saying, Judge not, lest ye be judged. So, we're going to talk about it. Uh, To, as far as I'm aware, I... judging that they're referring to is not so like the Lord Jesus is not outlying uh, a pastor from excommunicating a person nor is uh, this outlying civil magistrates from enacting justice Uh, nor nor is it outlawing our fathers from uh, judging young men to be unfit for their daughters Uh, what I am assuming is his point and I think that it's let me grab from the whole context that's going on here, is that <laughs> your judgment, or since the whole point of the Sermon on the Mount is to get us to be more like our Heavenly Father, uh, the idea is when we judge, it should be the judgment of God, which means we need to use God's standard to judge. So when we judge, it needs to be by what standard? By the standard of God. So that... It's not us who's judging, we are simply showing what God's judgment on the matter is. So when somebody asks me, and this is what drives people crazy, I often carry around the 600 and some odd uh, laws uh, with me when I go uh, places, uh, like to work in, or yeah, just really just to work, I don't take it with me to like restaurants or whatever. Or to church, bring my Bible with me. Uh, anywhere I go, though. But when somebody asks you, know, what do I think about uh, stealing or homosexuality or uh, any of these things, or adultery or divorce, well, uh, I think to myself, well, By what standard do I want to be judged? I want to be judged by God's standard. I don't... I remember when I was accused of stealing a pencil. This was silly, but... uh, Because I found a pencil on the floor, picked it up, uh, put it in my pocket, uh, and then some guy said that it was his pencil and that I stole it from him. And I had to explain to him how by God's standard, that is by no means stealing. Uh, And so we need to keep in mind... Uh, what standard are we using? Because if we're using God's law as our standard, which we should, if we're using God's law as our standard by which we judge others, then what we will quickly see is that it is not us who's judging it is God who is judging. And so, if it's God who is judging, well, they can't get cranky with us because they say, well, I don't like that judgment. Judge not, lest you be judged. will say, well, I'm not judging. I'm just quoting what scripture says. And if they say, well, that sure feels judgmental. It's like, well, it's God's word. It's God saying it. So you just think that the actual judge is judgmental, but by definition, a judge is does judge, or is judgmental, uh, and so take it up with Him. And so, and this is another point, Uh, God can judge us, okay, I can't judge you by my own standards or anything like that, and I avoid ever saying like somebody's an unbeliever or what have you. Uh, or he's going to hell. Because or, or I'm not the judge on that. Type of thing. Uh, God is. And I wish somebody would. Look look to the throne room. Of grace and spirit, Look to the throne room of judgment. And say. Lord judge not lest ye be judged. And. Lord God omnipotent said. I did. Upon my son on the cross. Right. So. God can judge because he was judged, right? In the person and work of Christ, uh, when, he, when the eternal Logos was made incarnate, uh, he was judged. And so it allows him, the, it, it, it breaks down your loophole, Your breaks down the unbeliever's loophole, breaks down the unbeliever's desire to acquit themselves When they find out that this judge, this eternal judge, can't be shaken by petty politics. So today I finished a book that I was told to read by my commander called uh, The Call of the Wild and, I mean, it was alright. Uh, I guess because I've read, I can see why somebody who doesn't read a lot of books would probably enjoy it. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan, and uh, the uh, worldview behind it is terrible, so I really wasn't a fan. But, uh, I'll talk a little bit about it. So the story goes as it were that there is a half uh shepherd dog half a uh, uh, saint bernard that gets kidnapped because of his size his name's buck uh he's a big dog he's a hunting dog he's uh for his first master and he gets kit or he gets dognapped by some scoundrels uh Take gets taken to Alaska, where he becomes a a mushing dog, as it were, and he gets traded hands several times. And uh, in the midst of all this, uh, he finally falls. He's treated by masters terribly. First two masters that he had, or the first master he had, beat him for the first time he's ever been beat before by a club. Uh, He's seen. uh, He was very. He's a very aggressive dog. He gets tamed enough to where he's he's willing to follow orders. Uh, He becomes very sly and slick and all that. Uh, Finally, once he uh, was taught to be obedient. He gets sold to some mushers. The mushers, um, take... Have him as a sled dog, um, pulling a sled throughout the Alaskan wilderness, um, being a male-carrying dog. And, uh... After switching hands several times, uh, I think it's three masters, he finally falls into the hands of, uh, a really good master. Um... By which he uh, has a lot of freedom. Uh, He grows in weight and strength, and is treated very well. And uh, finally, uh, he goes and he's able to you know leave when he pleases, come back when he pleases. Uh, And finally, close to the end, he uh, you know kills a moose he's really proud of himself on it because the moose is huge Uh, he doesn't even reach the knees of this um, moose even though he weighs about 150 pounds kills the moose eats um, parts of the moose uh, then senses that something's wrong runs back to the uh, camp that his or the town that his uh, master's at finds that it's um, been raided by uh, the alaskan natives he sees one of the chiefs and all of the uh, other natives of the tribe, the tribesmen, and he runs and kills the chief, kills several of the warriors, chases the warriors down the valley uh, till he's done chasing them, as it were, and he uh, goes back uh, and finds. Some of his fellow dogs dead. He sees his master is dead. Uh, All the blood. That was because of the. um, Because of all the bodies. Uh, A pack of wolves show up. Uh, They corner him. They want to kill him. And he kills the alpha. And kills. uh, The people there. Or kills the several of the wolves. And he uh, joins the pack of wolves as basically the alpha and uh the end of the story uh it was relatively enjoyable but uh i wasn't a fan of it i mean it's fine for you know assuming a dog but uh my issue with it is when people try to say oh it's an allegory of how awesome the world would be with uh out the system of man, and we're a bunch of animals, and you know there's no difference between us. So you know you can apply the lessons that he learned here to that. Uh, one is I have an issue with this story because dogs are not humans, and humans are not dogs. Uh, <clears throat> though sometimes humans can act like dogs, but that is not the ideal. The ideal is not to act like dogs. The ideal is to act like humans. Uh, though I can, I guess, if the storyline is act like who you are, dogs act like dogs and humans should act like humans and not like animals. Then sure, I'm all for it. But uh, there's often people who want to do a, uh, want to be like Buck and want to just roam wild and free and all that. It's like no. Uh, he doesn't want to roam wild and free he wants to act like a dog he wants to live like a dog he wants to be a dog you should be a human right uh there's a difference between dogs and humans we are made in made in the image bear image of god and we must glorify god as humans the uh buck glorifies god by being a dog so it's just something to consider uh just be wearing of that uh, if i did any spoilers well the book's been out for a long time so sucks for be you read the book enjoy the book i didn't spoil it too much to where you can read the book uh i definitely liked his last master the most uh and appreciated it for for some parts uh, though it does not get me past the point that i absolutely loved it that's, bit, that's about it for uh, this, bu- this book review. Uh, enjoy it as much as you can. Enjoy reading. Read a lot of books so that you know what good books are. This is a book uh, and not one that I necessarily enjoyed, but certainly had some enjoyable moments, so uh, there you go. Well, that's it for today's conversation. I hope you enjoyed listening as I enjoyed speaking. Uh, but if you are an absolute desire and frantic a need of more uh, curious conversation topics and information, uh, you can go on my blog and read... Uh, my, some of the articles on there, or you can you know skip down, or you can skip up to another one of my episodes. Uh, please be um, willing to give a good review, a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, put in a nice review for me. If you'd be so kind, it'll help with getting my podcast more and more known. And so that more people can join the conversation if you would like um, to interact with me and have some dialogue and some one on one curious conversations um, please do not hesitate to email me at ZacharyKameen at yahoo.com uh, be sure to put down uh, curious conversations in the subject heading so that I know uh, that it's you. Uh, You can always follow me on Twitter, at Zachary Kameen, or you can follow me or add me on Facebook, at Zachary Kameen. Until then, until next time, God bless, guys. Take care, and drink some coffee, and come to Jesus. It's Curious Conversations.